2: Hey listeners, it's Mishi. Last week we released our 50th wartime diary. This week is Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaTzmaut. And as a way of marking this milestone, and these dates, Yochai Tal and I will have a series of onstage conversations in New York and Cleveland. We'll discuss the process of creating wartime diaries, talk about some of the challenges we've encountered, the dilemmas we've had, the insights we've gained, So if you want to hear what covering the evolving story of this war has been like for us, we'd love to see you at one of our events. All the details are on our site, IsraelStory.org. And meanwhile, wishing us all calm and peaceful days ahead. Hey guys, it's Mishi. On Friday morning... Ruth Dayan passed away, a month and a day shy of her 104th birthday. Ruth was a farmer, a social activist, a businesswoman, a fashion entrepreneur, and a peace activist. For 37 years, she was the wife of Moshe Dayan, and till the day she died, she was the matriarch of the clan often referred to as the Israeli Kennedys. Her story was, in many ways the story of the State of Israel. She belonged to a group of people, now mostly gone, who were born into an entirely different reality and who through hard work, strong conviction, and wholehearted dedication, willed this State into existence and shaped its course. She was, to many, an Israeli icon. But I was among the lucky ones for whom Ruth was also a friend, And five years ago, I traveled with her to Malta to visit her dear friend, Ramonda Tawil. Today, in celebration of Ruth's long, meaningful, and impactful life, we replay this story of an improbable friendship between two women who came from the most prominent dynasties in the region. Families that, for decades, were more often than not on opposite sides of wars, Military operations and violence, from our 2016 episode, "Besties." Here is R and R. So, Ruth, I'll start with you. What, what do you love about Ramonda?
3: <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I, I, I even love her when she's angry and she says things that I, I tell her that this is not right. But I don't care because I don't care what she thinks. I, I really, I, I love her from the moment I really met her.
2: That's Ruth. She'll turn 99 next month. And she's talking about her best friend, Ramonda Tawil.
3: I mean, it, it's not, uh, It's not, people think that when I uh, love someone or I like someone, it's for some reason, or there's a reason, there isn't a reason.
2: Ramonda is more than 20 years younger than Ruth. She was born in acre to an affluent Palestinian Christian family, the Hawas. Do you remember the first moment you saw
4: Ruth? Yes, I saw that, that lady, beautiful blonde lady, arriving to the, to the hospital. With the, Her car was full,
2: I think the car, her car was full of uh, the dolls. The year was 1970, and the hospital where Ruth arrived, dolls in hand, was in the Palestinian city of Nablus in the West Bank. Now, that was unusual, to say the least. Just three years earlier, Israel had won the Six-Day War. During the war, Israel had conquered the Golan Heights, the Sinai Peninsula, the Gaza Strip, the West Bank, and East Jerusalem. There was total euphoria in the country, almost messianic euphoria. Jews returned to Jerusalem's old city, prayed at the Kotel, the Wailing Wall.
0: It was here that Israeli troops acted more like tourists than fighting men, obviously in awe of their surroundings.
2: And the territory of the tiny Zionist state was practically tripled overnight. Military generals were lauded as rock stars. And above it all stood a single man the architect of that crushing victory. The
0: wailing wall, where Israeli Defense Minister General Moshe Dayan praised, pledging never to give up the old city. The
2: one-eyed minister of defense, Moshe Dayan, also known as Ruth's husband. And here she was, just three years later, at the height of a period of IDF raids against the Palestinian Liberation Organization and its bearded leader, Yasser Arafat, showing up in a Palestinian hospital bringing dolls to the same people her husband was fighting.
4: I mean, it's crazy. People are dying until she's bringing dolls. Look, Ruth, when she came to visit us the first time in Nablus, she came as a, a, a humanitarian to help the children who were, uh, you know, wounded, you know, with broken legs broken Arms, whatever wanted from the war. She was young a woman at that time, beautiful woman. And this is, they say, Mrs. Dayan. And for us, I mean, she it was a shock. What is Dayan? What kind of Dayan? She said, yes, mr Moshe Dayan. And she said, I am coming to help, uh, you know, the Palestinian children, bringing toys, medicine. What can I help? I was outbursting, shouting, God is giving me. Not her, we don't need your help, look. The maimed children, the hospital, the corpses. What's, look what is going on. And this is your husband. We told her, stop the war, stop the war, stop the war. Go and tell stop the war, stop the killing. And she said, you know, she asked, what do you need? Medicine. What do you need? Medical. What do you need? Equipment. What do you need? He said, we have no electricity. People are dying in, in, in the hospital. We have nothing. She, she was she had tears in her eyes. So this was our first time I met with Diane.
2: That meeting, 46 years ago, was just the beginning of their unlikely friendship. Over the years, they would meet regularly, mainly in Ramonda's Nablus and Ramallah living rooms, where she liked to play the role of hostess in a sort of local version of a grand French literary salon. They would talk politics, debate, argue, all over hot sweet tea, or, in Ruth's case, her favorite single, malt whiskey. Their bond changed them both, dramatically. For Ruth, it pushed her to make a very big decision.
3: I divorced Moshe because of the Palestinian women.
2: And that's a fact. For Ramonda, the friendship was even dangerous. And following many threats, she ultimately had to leave the West Bank.
4: People have been killed for a kind of this friendship. My life was threatened all my life.
2: So did you ever think that being friends with Ruth could get you killed? Of
4: course. Of course. What do you think, I mean, to just say It's easy?
5: Well, the difficult thing was uh, it wasn't always very popular, and it still isn't, for a Palestinian, especially Palestinian nationalist, to have an intimate friendship with an Israeli. And in this case, the Israeli was the wife of,
2: of the great General Moshe Dayan. That's Anthony David, a writer whose book about the two ladies, An Improbable Friendship, just came out this fall. We caught him in New Orleans in the midst of a book tour.
5: Ruth is considered the matriarch of the country. She's the Rose Kennedy. She's not only a a woman in her own right who has accomplished a great deal, but of course she was the wife of Moshe Dayan and the sister of the former first lady of Israel. And she also has children who are among the most prominent people in the country, including Asi Dayan, who who is the Brando of Israel. The handsome, dashing, brilliant filmmaker, writer, director, producer. His sister uh, is Ya'el, who was a member of parliament and has, for many years, been on the forefront of, of civil rights. So. Ruth is the, is the head of this clan that has, has decisively influenced Israel's history from the very beginning.
4: So Ruth Dayan's name is not anybody. Ruth Dayan's name, even if she's divorced, whatever she is, he is the conqueror of all... The, the Arab countries, Sinai, Jerusalem, uh, West Bank, uh, uh, Golan, whatever it is. He's enemy. But the is not like this. the is not Dayan. But she carries a very heavy name. I don't know.
2: Ramonda also came from local aristocracy, just from the Palestinian side.
5: The Hawa family has been in the country in Israel-Palestine for 500 years or more. Extremely wealthy family, Christian family that owned much of the Galilee including a castle and villas in, in Acre and Haifa. When she was a little girl at the age of eight in 1948, her family lost all of its property. So she carried that with her. In the 70s and 80s she was this beautiful Jane Fonda of the country who was defying the occupation
2: and as if all that pedigree wasn't enough, Ramonda became very closely connected to the top Palestinian leadership.
5: Of Ramonda's four children, Suha's one. And as she, in 1991, she was moving between Paris and, and Tunis when she met Yasser Arafat, the chairman of the PLO, and they got married in a secret
2: ceremony. That's right. Moshe Dayan's former wife, and the mother-in-law of his arch-enemy, Yasser Arafat, are besties.
5: Yeah, they're best friends and they have been for decades. Since Ramonda is no longer living in the region, she's living in Malta and other places, in Dubai. They speak over the phone quite often. They recently met in Malta and they, they maintain a very close friendship. And they share most, most of the values they share, even though they, they quarrel occasionally.
2: How do you become friends with, the, with your enemy, basically?
4: No, we fight. We fight. And we don't speak a lot of the, for months sometimes.
2: And as if on cue, they got right into it this time about the number of Israeli women at some demonstration in Nablus.
4: Don't think that you, if a woman from from, from, from Tel Aviv no. went, went to see, no. to speak in Nablus, no. that we Nablus, Nablus women. Will, what, are you talking? what is 100 women? You will demonstrate 100 women in Nablus? Never. Yes, yes, Never. yes. I, 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 I challenge you. I know. But this is Nablus. You don't know Nablus. It can't be, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But uh, you understand me. I mean, I am not uh, uh, saying that it's not true what you said, but I said maybe it is with a small group. It's always a
3: small group.
4: Yes, but maybe... No, but but I... That's why I say I'm not political. I'm not like you. When I I scream and get my anger at her, she is better than anybody in the world. She does not react with with grudge.
2: She never reacts with grudge. When I asked why there aren't more Ruths and Ramondas, both ladies sighed. They've been around a long time, the two of them. They've seen hope, and they've seen despair. They remember different times when Jews and Muslims and Christians could get along. Now, they're worried. Today, it's not like that.
3: I don't think in Tel Aviv there's uh, anyone who speaks to an Arab. Today, I'm, I don't believe in anything. You see, demonstrations of twenty thousand were against uh, the occupation. What happened? Nothing. Nothing moved. Nothing moves today. And so I feel. I can't feel what she feels, but. I am so angry that we haven't learned in 60 years to be like human beings. I've learned a lot from uh, Ramonda about her life and her people. And the same, I think, uh, she learned about me.
4: If we had Diane... Mrs. Diane, governing the country, we would have peace since a long time. She is everywhere. She is helping everywhere. She goes to, to, the, to the Galilee, she goes to the villages, she goes to the camps, she is everywhere. Who, oh, Diane? The sweetest, the kindest, the most human.
2: We recorded this story in Malta where Ramonda has been living for the last few years. 98-year-old Ruth came to visit her this summer. They were sitting on the couch, and when they weren't wagging fingers at each other, they were holding hands. As difficult as it is, history, power dynamics, fear, wars, intifadas, all weighing on this friendship, there's something very simple about it. They're just two women who happen to love each other, That was the story we aired back in 2016. If you want to learn more about the unlikely friendship between Ruth and Ramonda, check out Anthony David's wonderful book, An Improbable Friendship The Remarkable Lives of Israeli Ruth Dayan and Palestinian Ramonda Tawil and Their 40 Year Peace Mission. So, farewell, Ruth. You were the best storyteller I ever met. I loved you very much and will miss you tremendously.
6: On